0: there's one thing that all of us moms agree it is that a motherhood changes us in so many ways yes (laughs) so right but I'd like to think that there's that one thing that doesn't exactly change and that is your own person your core your being yourself your beliefs if you used to be a goal getter person an ambitious person a high achiever woman then I would say that you still have that in you deep within you no matter the situation you are in right now and you probably will always have this dilemma as i did and that is what to do when you're ambitious and a high achiever who's so used to be very goal-oriented so used to be working for something but then you also want to be there for your kids want be there for your families you want to also be a present mom to your kids. And so for many high-achieving women, this is such a complicated question and one that remains open in our minds. Even after we've made a decision whether to stay at home with our kids or even to work, it's always a complicated question for us. Do you agree? Oh, yes. Let's talk more about this, mama. See you in a few. Hey, mamas! Welcome to the Mommypedia podcast, where you learn pediatric advice and first time mom solutions. I'm Dr. Jeff Macalta, child of God and pediatrician, wife and awesome surgeon, mom to two boys, and mompreneur. And after graduating my pediatric residency and practicing for two years, I ended up staying home with my little because he was struggling with a medical condition. I was a coolest first-time mom, caring for a sick child, and along with that, I felt like I lost myself in the process. And by learning mom hacks as a mama pediatrician and doing abundant strategies, I figured out ways to get through first-time mommyhood and power thriving, which in turn, helped my kids to thrive too. I know it's overwhelming and daunting being a first-time mom. It's a whole new career, mama! But this time, there's hardly any manual or validation that you're doing it Rather, there are seemingly endless problems to solve, like what to do with your child and what to do with yourself. In this podcast, you will have all the pediatric basics that you need, mom tips and tricks that I've learned as a mommy pediatrician, and helpful, abundant strategies to empower you so you won't lose yourself in the process as well. So if you're ready to thrive your way through motherhood, learn mom solutions, and strategies, and yes! To understand pediatric basics, then this is the podcast for you. I can't wait to walk this motherhood journey beside as your new BFF job that you can have in your pocket. Take a seat in the waiting room, mama, and I'll be with you soon. This has been a nagging question I had back when I became a stay-at-home mom because since childhood, all I wanted was to become a doctor and be really, really great at it. So I pursued residency and I wanted to pursue further studies in another country, which is why I took their medical boards, I passed it, and as I was supposed to go, my son, Kael, came, and with a vengeance, because he had a condition wherein I needed to pause. No, 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 not pause. Stop. Stop all of my plans and be his mom. Be there for him, because he needed me to take care of him. And since then, can't believe it, it's been 8 years now, And I never went back to my career. Yes, a lot would say it is a waste of career. And I've heard this a dozen times already. Too many times to count. And there was even a point also wherein I was wallowing in self-pity and believed that I really was a waste of career. That I was worthless and that I will never be able to pursue any goals. That motherhood killed it. Ever thought of that? like you're this different person you just became a mom but then you feel like a different person you feel like this is the only thing that you can do and goodbye goals goodbye dreams that's how i felt before but it wasn't until my son turned a year old wherein i finally understood what god placed me here and why my mere human mind plans had to change So yes, the question in my mind at the beginning was, what can I do? What should I do? When I'm ambitious and I have this racing mind, I'm always thinking of something. Then I also truly wanted to be a mom. Because seriously, it was also my choice to be there for my son. It's not just because I had to be there. It was also a choice of mine to really give up career and stay with my son. So yes, the question was, has always been there in my mind, like how do I reconcile or how do we reconcile our professional and personal goals with a desire to be there for our kids, for our families, you know, when it feels like our heads and our hearts are being pulled in different directions, right? So here are some of the things I did, ergo also my suggestions for you. So along the way, I'm just going to go right in. And along the way, I'm going to be giving also my experiences and also my examples as well. Okay, the very first one, which is very, very important, is have an outside creative and productive focus. You now, this is very important because we are moms, yes. We are moms. We are very handsome moms and we love our kids so much. But it doesn't mean that it is the only thing attached to our name. Like I've said in episode 9, identity crisis and how to bring back the self-confidence and self-worth after being a state of mom for so long. You can go check that out as well. Now, what I've said there, that there's a difference in being our daily routine revolving around our kids and the entire meaning of our existence revolving around our kids. So it doesn't mean that we don't love our kids because we do. And that's why we're doing this because we do love them. It just means that We have something of our own that is somehow still connected to that creative, productive, and goal-oriented self of ours. I realized that, as a goal-oriented person, having an outside focus was critical to my happiness. Maybe because, by having this, there's that something that I can still express my old self. There's that certain part of me, the productive part of me, that's still, well, completely me what can you do? What can you do? What are these creative and productive focus? So see if you can find options that you can do while at home. Of course, this is a must because, well, you want to be a mom, right? You want to be there for your kids. So it is necessary that you have to do this while you are at home. So that can be a project, a job, a business, a creative project. It could be a fashion project. If you're into fashion or if you're into painting, you can paint and do that as a project And you can do it during your child's napping hours. Something that you're passionate about. Something that's you. So a sewing project perhaps. I know some moms who's done cross-stitching. They've also done paintings. I know of a particular mom wherein she is sewing beautiful dresses for her kids. And now she's actually selling them. See, since she made it into a business. You could also have a job. Aside from a project, you can also have a job. Of course, it has to be online. And right now, thanks to the internet, you know, the growing acceptance of remote employees and the growth of the gig economy, there are arguably more workable options for us stay-at-home moms than ever before. So there's definitely cream there. There's a lot of freelancing jobs out there, so you can go check that out. Personally, I've never had a job, an online job. With what I did is number three suggestion for you which is the business you can so what I said like you can either do a project a job in a business for business for me it's very flexible and well not to be biased it is the most flexible being a stay-at-home mom one that you can actually control your hours your working hours when you can actually work and it's totally creative you can create your own especially if it's your own business and of course It's totally productive. I mean, financially productive and it comes to something that you're creating something. I would really suggest entrepreneurship for you or business. For among the three, what I did was I did the project and yes, the business. For the project, I was journaling and during the first part of my first time mommyhood, and that was mostly to relieve the stress and the depression and the postpartum blues i've had i was just really pouring out my emotions and journaling relieved me at that time so that was a project of mine some of what i wrote i posted it in facebook and that's actually how i thought of thinking like having a blog called mommypedia.com but it never materialized because i got in already into business and i got busy thereafter so how to choose? Now, how do you choose between what will you do as a creative and productive focus? Is Will that be a project, a job, or a business? It depends entirely on you. You can do all if you want, if your energy permits you, but precaution, don't spread yourself too thin. Take it one step at a time because first and foremost, our priorities will always be our families, okay? Just take it one step at time so you can start with a project, something just to get you going. For example, if you're into fashion, just get out your sketch pad and just doodle, whatever you want to do, and you can start from there, okay? Although there is a side note here, which brings me to number two. The number two is... Align and accept the season you're in. And I want to get this out there. Having an outside focus, a creative and a productive focus, yes, was critical to my happiness. But it wasn't until my son reached six months that it actually started to think of projects that I can be creative and productive in. Except for the journaling because it really relieved me of my stress and that we can do that. But don't pressure yourself. Because if there's one thing that I regret doing during the first few months when I was the first-time mom, it was thinking right away that what I can do to go back to my old self, to creating something to be productive. You know, looking back, it would have been a lot happier and I would be a lot more at ease had I remained in my season in the nesting season, in the breastfeeding season, in the enjoying the first-time season, had I remained in that season and really delighted in it, looking back, it would have been a lot happier. I mean, I would have been a lot happier and more at ease had I remained in my season, in the really the nesting season and the breastfeeding season and really delighted in it. Instead of keeping my mind racing with ideas and thoughts and then uh, during that time my I was also dealing with my son's condition, so it was really a turmoil in uh, you know in my head at that time and maybe that was perhaps the reason why I felt so worthless during that time because I wanted i was my mind was racing with things that I wanted to do, but then I couldn't because I was also dealing with my son's condition so it was you know a no win situation for me at that time so my advice is. If your little one is still less than six months old, mama, please, please rest and enjoy your first time mommyhood. I have episodes for you to binge on how to play with your babies or how to delight in them in, in this particular period. So do go to that and listen to that. So for the meantime, focus on your little one and enjoy the first months of whole new motherhood. Align and accept the season you're in. And after six months, you can go, you know, think of something that you can do for your project or a job or a business, okay? And then the third one is be part of a mom community who are just like you, goal-oriented, hands-on moms of littles. There's this very empowering feeling to be with such like-minded mamas. And I survived my first year of motherhood largely because of mom communities, especially the community or the tribe wherein all their babies had the same condition as my sons. That was such a relief. It was so empowering and so inspiring. And I would always say that it is largely because of that community that I survived day-to-day dealing with my son's condition. So this is very important. You join mom communities who are like that. Like all of you are in the same boat, and it's such a relief that you also get to see them resolve challenges after challenges. but you can say to yourself that yes, I'm gonna be okay too, and I'm gonna do this. That I can do this, and I will get through this. Plus, if you are really lucky, you get to be in a goal-oriented community, and Well, it might just inspire you to go after your very own audacious goals too. So, do join us over at the Mommypedia community. The link is below this episode. You can click that and it will lead you right to the Facebook community. It used to be the Mompreneur Made Fulfilled community. But since this is a new season, so I'm going to also change the community into the Mommypedia community as well. The fourth one is... Forgive yourself. This was so hard for me, forgiving myself and allowing grace and you know, being compassionate to myself. Because when you're ambitious and when you're a goal-getter mom or you're you used to be, you know, your high achiever you used to be a very career-oriented person, you always have that expectation for yourself that you have to do something really great at all times. So this was such a struggle for me, like forgiving myself that I'm not a wonder woman. And being there for my kids, being a mom for my kids, especially if you're a first time mom, is already a big, big job as it is. So when I finally realized that I'm doing my best each day, if I fall short one way or another, I have to forgive the guilt. I'm not a wonder woman. No one is. You know, despite the comic book and the film character, it is simply impossible to be able to do everything to an exacting or unrealistic standard. So, stop berating yourself for an idea which just isn't possible and be honest with yourself as well and to others, especially your partner, especially your husband, about what you can and cannot do and for possible delegate tasks. This particular suggestion to forgiving yourself was very hard on me at first. I was so hard on myself for doing so much already. Then the fifth one is leave comparison at the door. Never compare yourself with another mom, especially if you are in different seasons. What I mean with seasons is the first three months and then the next six months, and then the first year, the second year, the toddlerhood, or the, then the preschool age children. That's what I mean with seasons, okay? So if we do compare ourselves with other moms, especially if they're on a different season, say for example, her kids are already in grade school or in elementary, and yours is still in the toddler period, or yours is even in the than in the first year. You are still in the first year of momhood. so. You can never compare because it's just different. Why do we do that to ourselves, right? Me also, I was, I'm was i so guilty of this before. I feel depressed comparing because why I'm always thinking that when I do compare, I'm thinking that why does this mom look so put together and here I am so haggard in so many ways. <laughs> so all over the place in so many ways. And then that's also when I realized that moms, we operate in different seasons. And not just seasons, you operate in different situations. We operate... Our kids also are so different. The characters of our children are also so different. So it's never, never the same. So please stop comparing yourselves, you know, to other moms. If there's one thing that, again, I also appreciate being in the mom community, is that we're all in this together. And it takes a village, really, to raise not just children, but to raise moms. So we need, as moms, not to be comparing ourselves with them or comparing them to ourselves, but as a support, as a tribe of mothers helping moms and mothers empowering moms. All right? Okay, so that is another pointer for you. Like, never compare yourselves with another mom. Okay, the sixth and the last one and has been such a pivotal moment for me is really praying and growing in faith. You know what I realized? Of course, you know, looking back, you always see, you know, it's always a 2020 vision looking back, right? Looking in hindsight. But so yes, um, so that's what I'm telling you now. What I realized is my identity was so attached to my career and achievements and academics Which is why, when that was gone, I thought I lost myself too. And that was when I thought I was worthless. I'm having goosebumps right now, so this is really, really, you know, hitting me to the core. But when I got to know Jesus and started reading God's word, that's when I realized that my achievements, my career, was never solely mine in the first place. And it doesn't define me. And God gave that to me. He is the giver of my life, my identity. He is the driver of my life and whatever season that he wants to place me so I can serve my purpose for his kingdom. And that's when I truly, truly, truly found my worth and purpose. But it took a while though. It took a while for me. That's just why I'm telling you this because I no, I don't want you to You to think that you're worthless just because you became a stay-at-home mom or just because you lost your career because you chose to be a mom. I don't want you to think that because that was really detrimental to my to my mental health at that time. And when I finally realized that, that's when I truly just let go. And that's when I realized that his plans... Will always be bigger and grander than mine. So this is my last advice for you on what to do when you are ambitious and you chose to be what you also want to be a mom. Is to get to know His Word, to get to know God, to read His Word. I know it might be difficult for some of you who is just really starting. But you can start somewhere with talking to someone who can help you, as who can actually help you get started with that. And for me, this is actually the best time to do so because you won't only feel productive, you will also definitely feel much, much calmer and at peace and aligned Alright? So there you go mamas, these are my six advices for you. I'm just going to recap. The very first one is to have an outside and creative focus. The second one is align and accept the season you're in. The third one is be part of a mom community who are just like you, the goal-oriented and hands-on moms of littles. And the fourth one is to forgive yourself. The fifth one is never compare yourself with another mom. Just leave comparison at all. And then... The sixth one is to pray and get to know God's word. So those are my six advices for you ambitious mamas who just happen to be in a season of new motherhood and stay-at-home motherhood. You are not lacking in anything, mama. This is just a season. You are not worthless. Just like any seasons, it will most definitely pass. So mamas, thank you so much for being here. I hope to see you in the next one. Love and light. Until then, the doctor is out. Thank you so much for being here, Mama. I hope this episode gave value to you and has blessed you today. And well, my little boy, Kael, also wants to say something. Hi, I'm Kael. If you liked my mom's episode, please leave a review and subscribe to my mom's podcast.
1: Or if you're already a
0: subscriber, please support this podcast by sharing it to your mom friends. My mom will be super happy. I'm helping her do this so she won't go back to practice and so she can stay with us here at home even more. Yay! That's (laughs) all! Always my funny little boy. But yes, Mama, if this gave value to you or has touched you in some way, to share this to your friends so we can bless them too or you can share it to your stories in instagram and please do tag me too i am in instagram at mommypedia podcast and you can also find me in facebook also at mommypedia podcast and do join my community in facebook it's the mommypedia room there's a link right below you can just click that and it will lead you right inside the community thank you so much again mamas till next time until then the doctor is out Aww, ah, so good.